This is a Fate 52 production. All rights reserved 2023. Hi, welcome to So Basic with a Little Extra. If we haven't met yet or you are tuning in for the first time, my name is Anna Zugeri. And my mission for this podcast is to share a basic story to give you a little extra inspiration, a little extra encouragement, or an extra laugh. I think we all have said or heard someone tell us, get off your phone, put that thing down, especially to our kids, right? Sometimes to our spouses too. (laughs) Oh, that phone. I read somewhere not long ago, back in the day, you will play video games to escape reality. Now you go outside to escape the virtual reality. It's inevitable. Technology has taken over. And don't get me started with the AI explosion it's going on right now. If you will have told me that I will have such an easy access today to this kind of artifacts and tech when I was 14, I wouldn't believe it. I remember how much I hated computer class because you had to do math. And a few years later, wait for the famous dial tone to get on the internet. Remember that? Wow, you're lucky if you didn't live those times. Talk about testing your patience. (laughs) But because of that, I didn't know I liked tech so much until I had my first computer. I was already a mom, but a hardworking mom. I saved and saved to buy my first computer when no one else I knew had one. This was like 27, 28 years old. I was also the first one among my friends to get a flip phone, a Blackberry, and a digital camera. I love technology. Okay, love is a strong word. Let me change that to, I think technology is a very helpful tool that I use a lot. Here's my basic story. In 2004, I worked for a mortgage company where the owner was way ahead of his time. His dream was to turn the office into kind of a what Google is now. As far as a work environment, you know, come to work in flip-flops and t-shirts, launching areas and just a chill environment to, you know, promote creativity and production. He was always looking for the latest trends in technology to help us streamline our jobs with innovative technology that simplified our, our jobs. I thought it was super awesome. I loved it every time he changed something because I thought it was amazing and I learned something new every time. I got very excited. But then again, there were the two or three people that didn't like that very much. You know, the ones that say, but we always done it this way. Uh, There's always one of those. (laughs) In 2006, I had to leave that job. My next job was at a crane company where tons, no pun intended, (laughs) of schedules had to be made 24-7, keeping up with records uh, for the operators, clients, and facilities. I was the safety department coordinator. My job was mainly to make sure all the certifications of the crane operators and drivers were up to date, basically keeping a database. 
Their old-fashioned way to do that was keeping records on paper in a huge cabinet. <laughs> so basic. After a few weeks in the job, I saw potential. Pretty soon, I turned things around in my department. All records were kept in a computer in three different file systems that allowed us to quick search in a very neat organization way. Not to mention reducing the number of paper cuts. Next thing I know, the scheduling department asked for my help. I felt so extra. I created a digital schedule that was connected to my database for the dispatcher to know what operator met the requirements to be scheduled for work. I don't want to sound super extra, but our branch became one of the best by reducing the time to make things happen and very little to no accidents. And guess what? Being that little extra can pay off sometimes. A few months later, I got a very surprising bonus check of $2,000. I know, right? Here's the extra thing. There were one or two people that did not like change. Yeah, like in the mortgage company. <laughs> Even though made their jobs a lot easier. Talk about resistance. I get that the unknown can be scary and especially talking about tech. It seems complicated, so it takes a bit to get us to understand and realize that technology here is to work for us, not the other way around. And what about technology being a blessing during the pandemic? Oh my goodness. Thanks to my knowledge and curiosity, I learned how to create videos and live stream to share my Sunday school lessons. Not only that, I was also able to remain connected with friends and families during that time. We had virtual par parties, uh, tea time, book club. Thank God for that. I've never felt disconnected. Nowadays, I work part-time from home. <laughs> I am so thankful for that. Technology has allowed me to continue to meet the needs of my family by being home but also make an impact with the work I do at CBN as a digital engagement specialist and generate income for my household. Not to mention, I love my job. And what about this right here? Being able to have this podcast, thanks to technology. I can share my so basic stories, encourage you and share the gospel and also to leave a legacy for my family. I love it. Here's the extra thing. Technology is from this world. I totally believe that technology is something very powerful. And if we're not careful, it can be really dangerous. I think of what God's word says about the things of this world. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 1 John 2.15 Wow. <laughs> In my basic language, I believe that that says be in the world, but do not get so wrapped up on these things because this stuff ain't forever. But God's love is. It goes on to say that if we love the things of the world, we are basically inviting trouble into our lives. I have to confess, been there, done that. I have gotten wrapped up in the fascination of it that I had several times intentionally and literally had to disconnect. It can trap you real quick. 
So if that happens with me, a mature, wise, grown woman, <laughs> it can happen to a little one, right? Whose brain is magnificently developing, who is learning right from wrong. So yes, technology can be dangerous. But let's look at the pros of that. The connection, learning at a fingertips, saving money and time. It's a way to create and share. Here's the extra power. I've done Bible studies and take online courses to learn more about the theology and things of interest at my own time and my own pace. By the way, have you checked out my YouTube channel? You will find interviews and uh, also a few tutorials for object lessons and other things. <laughs> I will love it if you become part of my online community by subscribing and sharing. But speaking of, I had an interview with my Mr. Turtleman. I met Matt a while back in my mastermind group a few years ago. We started streaming basically at the same time. He has done an amazing job. He is the founder, director, and performer of TurtleDanceMusic.com. What he does is that he connects with libraries, schools, churches, or any other group of children virtually. He performs in very fun and hands-on way music time for children all over the world. He has more than 1.5K followers, and he is such an innovator. And the best part is that he specializes in autism. Using technology, he is helping kids to join into this new way to interact and be a blessing to those kiddos. So here is a little extra. Enjoy the snip of our interview and learn more by checking out TurtleDanceMusic.com. An amazing guest today. Um, through movement, singing, laughing, he's helping kids come out of their shells. And I was like, where were you when my daughter was little? <laughs> this would have been amazing for her. But um, so I don't want to take a lot of time me talking because I want him to tell us all about what he does. Mr. Matt and I'm going to say his last name probably wrong, Mazer, and he'll correct it. Okay, perfect. I said it right. <laughs> Is the executive director of AutismFriendlyShows.com and Turtle Dance Music. He loves to help kids of all abilities to come out of their shells. He has performed engaging music programs and concerts for thousands of children and families through the Northeast and Mid-Atlantic regions of the United States, and now international with virtual performances. I just want to say that he is very talented and I love the work he does. So without any further ado, I'm going to introduce you to my friend, Mr. Matt. Hello. What up? <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I yo, 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 yo. appreciate it. Yes, it's going to be, tonight is going to be full of sound effects, I'm sure. 
<laughs> well, I I think the real thing about tonight is that tonight I'm going to help people come out of their shells. I mean, that's the real the real goal of tonight. I love being here with you tonight. Um, and I'm, I'm, I, I get so excited to get invited on podcasts and shows and to talk about my work. Um, because the challenge is, you know, the challenge is, I'm going to go back to my normal self. The challenge is, um, screen time is a funny thing for kids, but FaceTime is a very different animal and it's this new technology. In some ways it's as controversial as like the, um, the Apple headset and the meta headset, people are like, what's the use for that? And mm-hmm. it is action time, yes. But yep. what we're doing, I, I truly believe, is changing the world. It's, ma- it's making the world... It's making the world better. <laughs> and uh, so when I'm working with the kids, we do virtual music programs and shows. And we get kids out of their shells. We get kids up and jumping and dancing. And everyone's like, all right, Matt, enough of the unicorn horn. But I, you know, we, we like to get kids moving and dancing. I was an in-person music provider for New York Public Library, Queens Public Library, major autism centers and schools coming in and doing big assemblies and music classes and shows. For the longest time, I was worried about two things. All the driving that I was doing, right, as musicians were trained to you get a gig you go anywhere i would i was like i'll work with anyone anywhere i'll go to new orleans i'll go to michigan i'll go to you name texas. it i'll go <laughs> texas uh, i'll go and i'll fly out there i'll drive there i'll go to albany new york you know eastern long island wherever and i'll play shows but i started worrying about how much i was driving you know i put 180,000 miles on my car oh, wow. and then the other thing is driving is super dangerous man mm-hmm. and i became a father and one other thing I noticed was the growth of YouTube. Um, YouTube is surging. Some kids don't even have televisions. They don't watch mm-hmm. mainstream, you know, children's think like PBS, Nickelodeon. I mean, right. they watch some of that stuff, but now they all watch it through YouTube, through mm-hmm. Disney Plus, Paramount Plus. Everything happens through a laptop now. Yeah. Or a phone. So or an iPad, because this is the first generation of kids growing up with iPads. And the reality is, is that parents, including myself, I was a big anti-screen timer based on my graduate work. And I think one of the problems with screen time is not actually the screens themselves. It's the way that the content is presented and the way that we interact with the kids. So like you and I are talking right now. Mm -hmm. This is live. Like Mm -hmm. we're building a relationship. And that is at the heart of of early learning. And I think what Mr. Rogers did, being like, hey, what color is this? Blue. That's right. It's blue. But like there's really, he's just like pausing, you know, and a lot of performers do that. And it's amazing. And some of them do it really well. But I think there's like, hey, hey, Anna, what color is this? Blue. Right. You know, I think there's, I think there's a very different energy that yes. happens when you're, when you're directly talking to, a, I'm yeah. looking in your eyes, mm-hmm. I'm, and, and, and we're, and we're, and we're engaging with each other. So the long and the short, I know this is a very long winded way of saying this. I do 30 minute high energy music and movement performances. The kids are up and dancing the entire time. And it was the, and this is this, I'm in Baltimore, Maryland, and these kids are in uh, Louisiana. So we are like doing what you and I are doing right now, except Mm -hmm. I'm performing my, my music concert remotely. 
And so with a lot of my work, I like to say that um, remote, you know, remote is the goat. It's the greatest of all time. It's this brand new medium. And my suspicion, right, is that I'm one of the first people who got here. I'm one of the first people because I stuck with it. And I stuck with it, especially when people told me I would fail. They told me virtual was going anywhere. And I've actually been part of several groups where we're all in agreement that that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think I think it's it's the skill set of the future, um, especially with, you know, and I, I don't say this at all in any of my marketing or advertising. AI plays a big role in why I'm yeah. teaching people about this medium. I think it's all well and good that people like come back into the office and there's there there's so much to in-person interaction. I think the people who are going to fare the best in the workforce are the people who have these remote working skill sets. Yeah. 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 I totally agree with that. And um, I, I think I can very much relate to what you're saying because again, as a children's pastor, like it, technology and learning, it's always fun for me. Right. So yeah. when the pandemic hit and I was like already starting zoom, um, you know, Bible studies with kids that couldn't come to church, you know, and my friends that worked at churches, like, how are you doing that? And like, how's yeah. like, they didn't know the, the part of the technology that, that, you know, they were like, Oh, but it doesn't feel the same. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. this is, better than nothing and just trying to engage and and open that concept to other people like this is going to work because like you just mentioned we're looking eye to eye right and it's yes that you're you're learning and i totally agree and and the challenging thing is and marcus brings up a good point too and this was so hard at the beginning of the pandemic We all had to be separate from each other. One thing I was saying to people was, hold on, hold on, because when we can get back in together and be together physically in the same space, people can gather in the community room, in the music room, in the in the in the gym, in the classroom. And, you know, we could do these programs together. And I was right. They absolutely work. So a lot of people just like now they're seeing that it works and they're the other thing seth godin says something really important he's a he's a he's a thought leader in the marketing space he says be so good that people can't ignore you mm-hmm. and a lot of people ignore me i would say over 50 percent of my clients probably more did not reuse me after the pandemic because mm-hmm. i stayed virtual mm-hmm. and they're all slowly coming back to me being like, all right, we're seeing all these really good reviews come in, you know, and like, I think there's a lot of other things happening in the culture. Miss Rachel for Littles, who I went to NYU with, um, she, you know, like we're essentially the same age and mm-hmm. she has what, like, let's look this up right now. 4.4 million subscribers on YouTube. Um, like I'm going to do YouTube, Miss Rachel for Littles. Every week, her subscribership number goes up by yeah now it's at 4.73 so she'll be at like 5 million Mm -hmm. last week i checked it was like 4.4 million so so every new parent is using her songs and music videos it's not very different from what i'm doing Mm -hmm. except the big difference between what i'm doing what she's doing and she's doing a phenomenal job she's doing an amazing job all her work is pre-recorded 
Mm. Live is a whole other animal and a whole yeah. other skill set. Yeah. It involves what I call tech confidence. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. only way you can have that tech confidence, that camera confidence, confidence and that 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 what I call virtual public speaking, virtual classroom management, is you got to put in your 10,000 hours. Yep. And that's <laughs> yep. where we're at. Exactly. Yes. And uh, I admire so much your um, endurance. And because when you and I met a couple of years ago, yeah. during the Lita challenge, and I remember you saying like, what you were trying to do. And uh, because I was like, I've never seen anything like that. And we all are, you know, kind of like, when something new hits, right? Like, I don't know, like the AI thing now. Right. We're all like, oh, it's going to take jobs and it's going to, you know, take and already is taking jobs. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, it's also going to generate jobs because there's going to be the people that know how to use it. You yes. Know? I think it's a as a creative medium, there's mm -hmm. an intimacy mm -hmm. in virtual that yeah. is unmatched. This is um this is my friend, Tim. Mm -hmm. And Tim is from Australia. He's from outside of Sydney. Mm -hmm. um, and a mutual friend connected us at the beginning of the pandemic. We did a Zoom show together. I was living in New York City and he lived in a place called Wollongong, okay. <laughs> which is outside Sydney. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. you know, halfway around the world and we did yeah. a concert together, even though, you know, the tech wow. isn't where it is today. And then he was like, hey, I'm in New York. And I drove up to New York and he and I hung out in real life. Yeah. And that's the magic of yeah. virtual is like it's not that we stay disconnected from each other right. it's that we build these new connections yes. with people who we never including you and me you and me have never met in person right. and yet we have a relationship through facebook there's so mm -hmm. many ways to build real relationships with people yeah and then the other thing that's exciting is the thing that was not possible before now this is where we get real exciting now it's possible to play with other musicians. Here's my session from last night. And then let's. What about your goats? <laughs> let's see. It. I held a ladybug in Towson, Maryland. And it came with me to the movie theater in my hands. I held a ladybug in my hands. I held a ladybug in my hands. So again, and this is just like raw footage. This, this is not like, I didn't like prepare anything over here, but we're all in separate states. Wow. And we're all playing Singta. And this is, by the way, this was our first time working with this bass player. Wow. So what you're also might not be understanding is I was like teaching him as we were improvising through the I mean, set how to fix up his internet. So mm -hmm. he's in West Virginia. We're in Maryland. This person is in Central Maryland. So we're all in four different wow. locations. And we're all synced up. We're all hearing mm -hmm. each other in our headphones. We're live. We're all yeah. live and we're talking to each other. We can talk to the audience on Zoom. This yeah. is a new innovation. It's a ground that just came out in April. Yeah. And like, and now Zoom is integrating something into their platform so musicians could be synced up together. Which I mean, I've, as a, 
I've witnessed your growth in the in the last year because I've been following you since we met in in in, in Lita because I just thought that it, this was so innovative and as my love for live streaming mm -hmm. I'm like he's nailing it and my love for children and for them to have the ability to move and dance and sing uh without you know, I think about the kids that are um, with disabilities that can't really go somewhere yeah. or the shy ones or you mentioned kids with autism. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, it's the platform and the way that you are um, doing this is definitely touching. I hope you enjoyed and became curious about how to use technology to serve you and love Jesus, obey Jesus, and tell everyone about him. If you want to start a podcast, make videos, or a live stream, I will be happy to help you to start that journey. I've learned a thing or two as I've been doing this for a while. Check out faith52.com. And one last thing, please make use of your phone and technology to leave a review for my podcast. Share it and like it. I would really appreciate it. I also want to invite you to leave comments and keep the conversation going on my Facebook page, Fade52. What are some ways that technology have made your life a lot easier? What is one piece of tech that you might find hard to live without? What do you do to escape from social media? I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much and until next time. This episode has been brought to you by TurtleDanceMusic.com. Book a session now and see what it's all about.